Hi, I'm Gregory Dickow, and thanks for joining me on today's podcast. If you're one of our regular listeners, thank you for your continued journey with me. My prayer is that each and every message touches your heart and helps you encounter the real Jesus and rise to your true worth and purpose. Now, we release new messages every single week available to everyone in the world for absolutely free. And the reason we can do that is because we have precious people who give generously and sacrificially each and every week. If you're a regular giver, I'm truly thankful for you. I can't thank you enough, in fact. And if you haven't taken that step yet, I want to invite you to join us today. Simply visit lifechangerschurch.com slash give. That's lifechangerschurch.com slash give to make a one-time gift or even better yet, become a recurring giver here at Life Changers. Finally, I hope today's message truly encourages you, builds you up, and reveals to you how powerful you really are. Enjoy and God bless. Welcome once again to Life Changers International Church. Thanks for being a part of our global family, our global connection, and a church that truly has no walls. We are the power of God in this earth. We're the force of God in this earth. The church is the one thing that the gates of hell cannot prevail against, and you're a part of something supernatural. I'm a part of something supernatural called the church, the body of Christ in this earth. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for every person connecting here. I thank you that they are planted in your house. They're planted in your in your promises. They're planted in your kingdom. Thank you, Father, for healing them, delivering them, releasing them, activating your power in each of them. Thank you for empowering them. Thank you, Father, for blessing them in a way that only you can get the glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right. I want to talk to you about the cure to it all. And it's really simply called knowing God, the cure to it all. No matter what pain, no matter what you're going through, no matter what tragedy has occurred, no matter what disappointment has happened in your life, knowing God is the cure to it all. And I'm going to tell you how to know him better. But in Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, where this message came from is in this verse where, and I'll read to you first in the New American Standard Bible, it says, those who know their God shall be strong and take action. Those who know their God will be strong and take action. If you're lacking strength, if you're lacking the power to take the action in the direction that God has for you, it's not a strength problem. It's a knowing God problem. It's not an action problem. It's a knowing God problem. We've got to get to know God better. The reflex to knowing God is it will cause us to take action. Knowing God doesn't mean knowing things. There's going to always be things we don't know until we get to heaven. But knowing God means knowing him as a person. And not just knowing things, but knowing the person. In 1 Corinthians chapter 8, Verse one, the Bible says, knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Knowledge puffs up. Just having knowledge about something puffs us up, but love builds us up and God is love. Now, listen, it goes on to say the the man who thinks he knows something does not yet know as he ought to know. But the man who loves God is known by God. Well, God knows you and you do love him, but God wants us to experience more of him. And I want you to experience more of him. In the King James Bible, back in Daniel 
chapter 11, it says, those who know their God shall be strong and do exploits. So we have one translation that says, those who know their God shall be strong and take action. And then we have this translation that says, those who know their God shall be strong and do exploits. And the original Hebrew language of this verse, it says, they will carry out great exploits. Now, exploits are marvelous, powerful adventures, powerful things, powerful accomplishments. But where do exploits begin? Exploits begin with action. And where does action begin? Action begins with one step. And what is that one step? That one step is knowing God. So how do we know God? How do we know him? John chapter 17, verse 3 says something very powerful. It says this, Jesus said, this is eternal life. This is eternal life, that they may know you. He's talking to God. And he said, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. You see, eternal life is a person. It's knowing him. Knowing God starts. Where do we begin? Knowing God starts with knowing Jesus. How do we get to know Jesus? Well, we study his life. We study his character. In John chapter 14, verse 8, Jesus said in verse 9, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Well, what do we see Jesus doing? Because whatever we see him doing, that's what the Father's like. And when we embrace this, when we embrace him for who he really is, we truly walk in his strength and we walk in his power and we can take the actions necessary. But the right action flows from a right relationship with God, knowing him. Now, when we look at Jesus in the Bible, what do we see him doing? He healed people, he delivered, he forgave, he saved, he restored, he set free, he, he mended, he loved, he connected, he empathized, he granted mercy, he taught us how to live, he taught how to love, he gave people meaning, he gave people significance, he gave people purpose, he fed, he provided, he empowered, and the list goes on and on. But when you know him as he is and as he wants to be known, you will come to expect the very things that are represented by his character. You know, a person's character, there's a lot of definitions to the word character that we've all probably heard. But I think the best definition that I've ever heard or come up with is simply this. A person's character is what we have come to expect from that person. A person's character is what we've come to expect from that person. Well, we know people that we say, well, she's always late, he's always broke, she's always this, he's always that. What is that? That's the person's character, what you've come to expect from that person. And of course, a person can change their character by changing their habits, and we change our habits by changing the way we think. But the point is, is that God's character is evidence and is seen in what we come to expect. And when you realize how good he is, you will begin to expect his goodness in your life. When you realize how merciful he is, you will begin to expect his mercy. When you realize how powerful he is, you'll begin to expect his power. When you realize how loving he is, you'll begin to expect his love. I think 
Everybody lives in the fear of something bad happening in their life. So many people, we live in the fear of something bad happening in our life. But when you know God, you will always live in the expectation of something good happening in your life. Knowing God starts with knowing Jesus and knowing God starts with faith in the word of God. Well, Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says something about faith. It says faith comes from hearing the word of Christ. That's translated for many in many translations. Faith comes from hearing the word of God. But it's not just the Bible that faith comes from. It's not just any scripture that faith comes from, but faith comes from hearing the word of Christ. In other words, from hearing the words of what Christ did for us, the finished work of the cross. You maybe you've heard the verse that says, taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. In other words, the way we take our thoughts captive is we take thoughts captive that are obedient to what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross. In other words, if we believe that he didn't do enough for us on the cross to feel his love, to be loved, to experience his purpose for our lives, if we don't believe what he did is enough, that is a thought we have to take captive. When we believe it is finished, when we believe the cross is enough, when we believe what Jesus did for us is enough to save us. It's enough to deliver us. It's enough to heal us. It's enough to love us. It's enough to set us free. When we believe that what Jesus did is enough, then our, that's when our thoughts are in alignment with the word of Christ. Faith comes from hearing the word of Christ. Knowing God comes from knowing the words of what Jesus said on the cross when he said it is finished. Hebrews chapter 11, verse six says, he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who seek him. So knowing God starts with knowing Jesus, knowing Jesus starts with knowing his character. Knowing God starts with knowing faith and being introduced to a life of faith, a life of believing and expecting the good. In fact, in Hebrews chapter 11, it says he's a rewarder of those who seek him. We've got to know God as a rewarder. Knowing God starts with knowing that he's a rewarder, not a punisher. He's a rewarder, not a punisher. He's a re rewarder. <clears throat> hard for me to get that word out, but it's not hard for God to do it. God is a rewarder. He is a rewarder. He is a rewarder. How many years and how many religions have told us that God will punish, God will punish, God will punish. We've heard of God as a punisher. We have failed to hear him as a rewarder. But Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, God's a rewarder. He wants to reward you. Your faith is something he's very pleased with. When you're believing him, when you're trusting him, boy, there are rewards for believing him, their rewards for trusting him. How about just the reward of having peace? The peace of God is a reward. The peace of God is the is is payment enough. Well, see, when you know knowing God starts with knowing him by faith and knowing that he is a rewarder, a rewarder, a rewarder. You get the point. 
He's a rewarder, not a punisher. He took all of his wrath and put it on Jesus. All that's left for you now is to receive him as a rewarder, to expect the good, to expect the good. David said in Psalm 27, verse 13, I would have despaired. I would have lost hope. I would have given up. I would have thrown in the towel unless I believed that I would see the goodness of God in the land of the living. You see, all his negative emotions are tied to doubting that he'll see the goodness of God. But all the positive emotions are tied to believing that he would see the goodness of God. I would have lost hope. I would have despaired unless I believed I would see the goodness of God. When you believe that you will see the goodness of God, there's no more room for despair. When you believe you will see the goodness of God, there's no more room for loneliness. There's no more room for hopelessness. He said, I would have despaired unless I believed. Believed what? That I would see the goodness of God. Guess what? That's him being a, re a rewarder. His goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. You're saying, man, I'm not experiencing that goodness and mercy today. Well, don't worry. The day's not over. You're going to experience it some way, somehow. The goodness of, and mercy of God will follow you all the days of your life. Maybe you need to slow down so they can catch up. Maybe we're in such a hurry in life that we're missing the little things that God does every day in our lives to show us his goodness and to bless us. Boy, knowing God is the rewarder. I'm going to just stop right here and tell you when you know God as a rewarder, you truly know him. When you know God as a good God, you truly know him. When you know God is the God who wants to do good in your life, then you really start to know him. When you know God answers prayer, you're starting to get to know him now. When you know God wants the best for you, you're starting to get to know him now. Well, I can't get away from this verse in Hebrews. I keep coming back to this, that he who comes to God must believe that he is and. He must believe that he is and. He must believe that he is and. The devil knows that God is. But we, know, we must not only believe that he is, but that he's a rewarder. The God will never be a, re a rewarder to the devil. The devil's lost that chance when he fell from being an angel. But you have an opportunity. I have an opportunity to believe who God really is. He's a rewarder of those who seek him. He's a rewarder of those who trust him. He's a rewarder of those who expect the good. I want you to look for the good today. I want you to expect the good today. I want you to remember the good from yesterday and thank God for the good of today and expect God for the good of tomorrow. And when you believe this, everything's going to be all right. Let's expect the good today. Can I pray for you? Father, I thank you that each person connecting here right now is their eyes are opening. You're opening their eyes to see your goodness. You're opening their eyes to expect your goodness. You're opening their eyes to expect goodness and mercy to show up in their lives today and every day. We believe, Lord. Come on, just pray this with me. Say, I believe in you. I believe you are, God. I believe you are. Come on, say that. I believe you are.
and I believe that you are the rewarder. Come on, say that out loud. I believe you are, and I believe you are the rewarder of those who seek you. I'm looking to you, Lord. I'm expecting from you, and I thank you that you are who you said you are. Amen. Well, God is good, and you're his son or daughter, and everything is going to be all right. Don't miss our next broadcast. I can't wait to see you then. God bless. Well, thank you again so much for joining me today on the podcast. I'm praying that God is using this message to speak to you today. And I want to encourage you right now, if Life Changers is one of the platforms from which you're growing spiritually and you feel blessed and empowered by the content here, I want to ask you to go to lifechangerschurch.com slash give and become one of the givers, one of the people that is changing lives with me around the world. Become a greater part of what God is doing. Become a part of something bigger than just you or bigger than just me, what God is doing around the world through this ministry. You can give a one-time gift or become a recurring giver. Remember, the church is not a place, it's a people. Let's work together as the church to bring more people into the family of God. Go to lifechangerschurch.com slash give to give or click the link in the description. And thank you in advance. Remember, God's not mad at you. He is mad about you. He's in love with you and he is on your side. God bless.